are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans in NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Thursday, day after the Pelicans beat the Detroit Pistons 128 18, a good win for New Orleans, actually, given kind of how this one went to get at least the double-digit victory. Zion was awesome. Brandon Ingram was awesome. Let's break this game on down before we touch on the Milwaukee Bucks who they play tonight. And then also, I want to talk about the second half of the Pelicans schedule as well. So let's dive into it all in today's edition of Locked On Pelicans. We may as well rename this show to Locked On Zion because... We're about to talk about him a lot. We've been talking about him a lot. And in fact, I had someone on Twitter complain that I talk about Zion Williamson too much here on the Locked On Pelicans podcast. You mean the single all-star that the Pelicans have in Zion Williamson this year? The guy who in this game against the Detroit Pistons was just absurd yet again. And in a way, you're also disappointed in him. 32 points on 18 shots, five assists, six rebounds, zero turnovers, for Zion and he shot 72.2% from the field. Yeah, we're going to talk about that guy a whole lot. You know what, dear listener, you should be talking to your friends about Zion Williamson a whole lot as well, because this dude is just going off and all sorts of freaking fun to watch. You want big slams just charging through the lane where players are making business decisions against him and just getting out of the way because they know even if they try and contest him, he's just going to score over them. You don't get to see him posterize guys because guys are too scared of Zion that they just get the hell out of the way, leading to an easy two points for him. We have that here. If you want unbelievably impressive finishes around the rim that... For a big man are Kyrie Irving-esque, and Kyrie is one of the better finishers at the rim in the league in maybe NBA history. Yeah, we got that too. Do you want a guy who can go coast-to-coast in four seconds right before a half ends to get a bucket? 94 feet for a man of his size in four freaking seconds? Yeah, we got that. We got everything here when it comes to Zion Williamson, and he's that good. The fact that he went 13 of 18 is absurd, But he's had so many nights where it's 16 of 18, things like that, that he misses five shots. And I'm almost like he had a bad game, right? Not not quite. It's an exaggeration, but it kind of feels that way. He's that good. You know, when we've, uh, I played the all-star snub stuff for you yesterday and we talked about his candidacy for it. Yeah, dude, back that up in this game big time. Led the team in points, just went straight up off against the Pistons. Again, we could rename this locked on Zion, and it would not be incorrect to say so. He's got everything. The shot chart that he took, I, I I figured what it would be, and I went to go and see it. I don't remember the only shot that he took outside of the restricted area. 17 of 18 shots were in the restricted area for him in this game. He did miss the one that he took outside of the restricted area. And oh, by the way, that was like a four-foot jumper bunny. It wasn't like it was a mid-range or anything like that, or even deep in the paint. It was basically at the rim. 
His shot chart this season is just kind of a thing of beauty and so much green down below the basket. He is playing absurd and in such amazing fashion right now that he's giving you everything you want. And you know what? He's actively improving on the defensive side of the ball. And you're starting to see... Look, they're not great on defense, and I want to talk about this more in the second half of the show, but you're starting to see some things individually there. Lonzo Ball was excellent defensively in this one, I thought. And if he plays like that, and if Zion keeps improving slightly on that side of the ball, this team has the makings or at least the foundation of being a good defense. you got to figure it out everywhere else, and Ingram certainly needs to kind of grow into that because his defense in this game was really bad. But man, there's something here, right? Like you feel it. It it might be behind uh, a thick layer of haze that we call horrible, horrible, horrible defense because the Pelicans found themselves down 10 in this game before really storming back around the third quarter or so and ultimately to tie this game and then just blow them out kind of in the fourth quarter as they really took it to the Pistons, winning that period 32-22 to and shutting them down. So two good fourth quarters of basketball, particularly on the defensive side of the ball for New Orleans. But there's the making of a special offense here because no one can slow them down. And when they do get stops, when they do actually get the the rare stop for the Pelicans, they score really well. You don't see as much transition and their transition's kind of a little bit slower than it was last season, so it doesn't feel like they're running after like everything like they did under Gentry. But when they get the opportunity to run, this offense is Extra, extra special, and they are so good when they're able to get out in transition. They did it 21% of the time in this game. So basically, whenever they got a stop, they were out in transition about 50% of the time from there trying to run. And when you have Lonzo Ball playing defense the way he does, which we'll talk about coming up, it really, really helps things tremendously. I liked what we saw about the team here. You know, it's a 10-point win over a team that you should beat. You could feel, you know, when you were down 10, you could feel like this maybe isn't a great win. But you know what? They hung tough against a team that clearly plays very, very hard in the Pistons. And in the fourth quarter, you took care of business. You know what? At this point in the season, given what we've seen, I dig it. You're seeing progress from certain guys. The offense looks very, very good when they get the right sets and right opportunities. Yeah, I I don't really have many complaints in this one. You know, Zion, again, Zion, 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 Zion was awesome in this game. So we'll get more into the other players coming up here in a minute. I want to talk about B.I. and Alonzo Ball in particular. So that's coming up next here on Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. And BetOnline even covers TV, award show, and reality TV as well. They have real-time updated odds and prompts on almost anything you can imagine. You want to bet the over on Zion's points in the game against the Bucks tonight? You can do that. Probably, well, maybe not in this game is a smart move, but usually against other teams, very smart move. And at this point with the assists he's putting up, maybe taking the over on that as well before people really start to catch on. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's free money right there. It's like you've already won a bet just by signing up when you make your first deposit using the promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 
Today on the Locked On Today podcast, rumors are swirling about how long Albert Pujols has left in baseball. Is he the best player of his generation? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. I hope that they are going to put Locked On Pels on there because of the performance Zion had and just how incredible he was. Peter, you hear me? Put some put some Locked On Zion in Locked On Today. All right, continuing to talk about the Pelicans' victory over the Pistons, 128-118, where Zion just shining like the all-star that he is. I don't really know what else to say. Like He's just been that good, and I was thinking about it as I've been recording the show. Look, I love Anthony Davis as a player here. He's the best player in franchise history. You know, that uh, this early in Zion's career, I think he's making me happier, and I'm having more fun watching him than I did Anthony Davis. You know, different players, even though they play kind of the same position, but something I was thinking about, and I'm curious to to see what you all say about that. So let me know on Twitter at Nola J. Do you, you just basically like Zion more than AD? Like because he just seems like a nicer person, a more fun kind of guy that just radiates good energy off of him. I don't know. I wonder if that kind of plays into it too. But anyway, Pelicans victory over the Pistons. We didn't even mention really Brandon Ingram in the first segment, but I want to talk about him here because dude had 27 points on 18 shots, 9 of 18, 50%, including 3 of 6 from deep, 6 of 7 from the line, 7 rebounds, 8 assists from Brandon Ingram in this one, and just one turnover from him. Offensively, dude was awesome. Really great to see an efficient game like this from him, and he came out aggressive early. And we've seen him play differently somewhat recently, right? But I liked what we saw out of him in this one. For the most part, the mid-rangers were okay attempts, even though I don't like that he's taking as many as he does. But when the three-point shot's falling like that, it just opens up his game, it feels like, a little bit more. And to see kind of what he's able to do on a night that Zion goes off, my God, the foundation is there for this team, right? Just got to figure everything else out, and this team could be good. Just please, please play some defense at some point. But he was awesome in this one. That is the that 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 was All Star Brandon Ingram, and Brandon Ingram wasn't named to the All Star team yesterday, despite putting up basically the same numbers that he did the season before. And I don't even think people are really looking at him as a snub, right? Like no one's really like, what the hell? They left Brandon Ingram off when the biggest snub was probably Devin Booker, who's now actually on the All Star team. So all's well that ends well. And you've got a couple of other guys that you'd probably put ahead of Brandon Ingram, Mike Conley, maybe. So it's kind of weird to see that despite the same numbers, he's just not really in this conversation. But I liked what he said after the game about this. So this is his quote on not being named to the All-Star team. Quote, I took it as motivation. Of course, I've got to be self-aware and say that if it was questioned, maybe I'm not doing enough. Maybe I need to get more wins. I'll be good enough to not have it questioned anymore. End quote. I dig it. You know, this is not him being like, yeah, I should be on. I was snubbed, like screw the screw the voters as I kick my table here and all of that stuff. You know, as you've seen some players, you know, come out and be like, oh, the disrespect and all of that. I don't think he's looking at it like that. He probably feels that certainly. But I like that he's like, you know, maybe maybe my game isn't as good this season as it was before. And, you know, spoiler alert, it's not. This game was refining that shot chart a little bit is really good. And will lead to more success for him. Really that simple. And of course, playing more defense will help because that'll actually help the team get wins. And speaking of defense, the guy who really came through for New Orleans in this one was Lonzo Ball. He's been, so he's had moments where he looks like an 
almost elite defender defensively. He doesn't do it every game, and there have been some games recently where he really struggled with that. But he was excellent uh, defensively in this game for New Orleans. He had three steals on the night, also 12 points, including two of five from deep, along with six rebounds and eight assists. The ball was really flowing in this game offensively for New Orleans. I like what we saw out of him in this. Again, when he knows what his role is and plays his role, this team wins when he kind of fits into that. You know, he only took four shots in the second half for New Orleans. That's that's good. That's kind of like the role you want him to play. In the fourth quarter, he played eight minutes and took one shot. He doesn't need the ball in his hands. It needs to go through Zion and Brandon Ingram. And it did. And Lonzo Ball just did his job. Play defense. And that, that at that point, just really the main thing. And so I liked that. I know it's not what his fans want, but when he kind of embraces the role like this, where it's a little less on his plate, he's not the star, he's maybe the third best guy out there, he succeeds and the team gets a victory. And I don't know if you can ask for more than that. That's that's good. In terms of individual plus minus, not a good stat to use all the time. He was plus 16. He was the highest on the team. There, there's something to that, right? And this is a game where he didn't really take a lot of shots, just eight. That's tied for fourth most on the team in this game. Josh Hart took 10. Eric Bledsoe took 11. Gross. Brandon Ingram and Zion each took 18. I like this role that Lonzo Ball is filling. It's probably not exactly what he wants to do. Wants to get paid, I'm assuming. And kind of be the man, be the star. But maybe this is what he's better suited at. And he really helped this team get a victory in this game. Particularly because Eric Bledsoe didn't really do a ton of stuff. Josh Hart still played almost 30 minutes in this one. Not with the starters. But still kind of doing his usual junkyard dog thing. Coming in with energy. Played some good defense too. Also, by the way, those Lonzo Ball steals lead to easy transition opportunities for New Orleans. Where they are deadly this year. When they are able to get out and run. When, you know, on those rare occasions that they get a stop. Worth noting, you saw a limited number of Kyra Lewis Jr. minutes. Probably because defense was going to be key in this game. And as a rookie, even though I thought he's been okay on that side of the ball. For like what it is. He's not okay there. But for a rookie, he's been okay. That was that was confusing. He's been not good on defense. But all things considered, I don't hate that from him. I think they weren't really playing him as much because of that. And when you really needed to get a victory, yeah, and you really wanted to get this win. And we'll talk about why this win's really important coming up in the next segment when we look at this schedule for the second half of the season because there's some stretches in there where it's kind of rough. I I don't hate it. You know, again, right now to me, the majority of what I want to see is B.I. and Zion succeeding. Kyra is a secondary objective to that. If you can fill it, sure. That's not what you really need to go out and try and do. And you're, you're getting it done with B.I. and Zion. So I'm kind of happy with the way the team is trending in terms of them right now. Still want to see more defense from it. Steven Adams back in the lineup after missing almost a week of action. 14 points, 15 boards. 
Nothing spectacular, but just doing his job. Had a nice feed to Zion Williamson. Also, one of those funny moments that he just kind of brings to the table with things lighthearted when we try to get up off the floor by doing that, like, push off, land on your feet, and use your quads to pull you forward and you stand up like a martial artist. He failed spectacularly. Made me laugh. Nice kind of moment in there with everything. All right, so that's going to do it for this solid win for New Orleans. I don't I don't have much to complain about in this one. I really liked it. I do want to look at the schedule coming up, touch on the Bucks game as well. We'll do that in the next segment here on Locked On Pelicans. Before we get to that, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by rockauto.com. Believe me when I say it's worth trying to do some of the car maintenance your, your vehicle needs yourself. You save a lot of money this way. Maybe you don't need to replace an engine and can't do that yourself and you don't have the tools and the space for that and that's okay. But you can replace your oil, you can replace your brake pads, you can refresh the interior a little bit, you can change some of the bulbs in there with your headlights and all of that stuff really easily and really cheaply, especially when you check out rockauto.com, a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com today to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Literally everything you might need, engine control modules, AC condensers, Brake pads, as I mentioned, because I have a bunch of those here. Um, Fan shrouds, fan belts, everything you might need, they're going to have, including motor oil and even new carpet for your car. Whether it's a classic or a daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. And that's because rockauto.com's catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Because best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. Buy a lot of car parts. This is literally the cheapest place that I have found. Really that simple. And it's the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Do not spend up to twice as much for the same parts. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com February's Black History Month and the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and successes of black men and women in sports with a new series called Locked On Presents More Than the Game. This week, we have two conversations for you to wrap up the month. First, a discussion on protests in sports all across different leagues. Then tune in for a discussion on the importance of black history in sports, what's been achieved, and the important work left to be done, all discussed on the Locked On Presents podcast feed. Subscribe on the radio.com app or wherever you get podcasts. All right, wrapping up today's show. Second half of the schedule released. We know what the Pelicans are going to be looking at as they close out the regular season. And look, it's not it's not great. You want to kind of admit that. Um, they do have a couple of tough stretches. So getting this win over the Pistons was important. Home games are really going to matter, I think, for New Orleans as you look at the second half of the schedule for them. So I'm glad to see they managed to get that victory here because it does get kind of hard and there's not long stretches at home coming up for New Orleans in the foreseeable future. So it's split fairly evenly. They have 17 home games versus 19 road games. They have two three-game home stands. After that, it's basically just one off at home or two at home and that's it. But they have a couple of somewhat significant 
road trips or at least time spent on the road and road trips this year don't forget are tough right you're not really allowed to do a whole lot with the covid restrictions out there so they kick off the second half of the season with a three-game homestand immediately on the road to portland and denver for a three-game stretch then you've got a three-game stretch towards the beginning of april then around the end of April, beginning of May. And then the real rough part to close the season is five of the final six games are on the road, including five straight. They end the season against the Los Angeles Lakers at home, but it's five road games before that against Philadelphia, Charlotte, Memphis, Dallas, and Golden State. And you know what? The Pelicans play the Warriors. Pretty good. Still Steph Curry, right? Three times in the final eight games of the regular season. It's a lot and something that if, you know, they are close to being in playoff contention or fighting for seeding, hopefully, that's a stretch. Those final eight games that really could derail them just a little bit and really cause some issues for New Orleans. Maybe they just barely miss out on the playoffs or a better seed, something like that. That's going to be really the stretch to watch and what's probably going to be the make or break part for New Orleans. Kind of is what it is, right? Weird season. You're not going to complain a little bit too much about the schedule. One of the very cool things, though, for New Orleans, they're on national TV a whole bunch, nine times during the second half of this. So about a quarter of all of their games, quarter to a third of all their games remaining. A bunch on ESPN and TNT. Love to see that they are going to be on national TV because, again, people are taking note of Zion Williamson. He's been that good. People all across the league, unless your name, you have initials of RB, we'll leave it at that, think he's really good and love watching this dude. And while the Pelicans have not done well on national television, they have started to trend a little bit better in that regard and have started to look better. And Zion looks really good during the stretch. That win over the Celtics certainly helps. So it should be a tough end of the regular season for New Orleans. But hey, you want to play meaningful games late in the season, games that really matter and are going to test you and see if, you know, build some character, right? That, that's a stretch to do it. That That is for damn sure. So I'm going to be curious to see how New Orleans fares as they finish off the regular season. So quickly, uh, as the Pelicans are on the second night of a back-to-back after beating the Pistons, getting on a plane, flying up to Milwaukee, where they're taking on the Bucks. I don't know if we're going to be seeing former Pelican Drew Holiday in this one, though. He is listed as doubtful for the game. Um, No other really noteworthy injuries for the Milwaukee Bucks, at least as of now when I'm looking at the injury report. They're good. New Orleans got a, a kind of freak win. Zion has struggled historically against this team so far. If he has a big game against the Bucks, sign me up for all of the Zion hype in the world. So that's what I'm hoping for in this game. So enjoy it tonight. Thank you all very much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Be back with you all tomorrow to recap the game.